Hi everyone, this is Sudeshna from the Abundant Psyche and you are listening to the Not So Corporate podcast. Here we talk about all of those not so corporate things that we corporate entrepreneurs do within and outside of our corporate lives. Today we are talking about quite an interesting topic, a topic that unites all of us, a topic that interests all of us and a topic that actually creates quite a lot of divisiveness amongst us. We are talking about money. I thought I would talk to you about money because recently in my Aligned Careers Bootcamp, I was talking about money and I thought I would cover money in just a session. What ended up happening was that we were talking about money in each and every session. And when I was looking through the feedback that I received, everyone wanted to talk more about money. So I thought I'd just open this up to this community. Of course, I love talking about money because money takes me back to my economics roots. And as a career consultant and as a professional, majority of my career has been spent in financial services and banking and that too, not just doing operations or strategy work, doing very, very banking heavy money understanding credit risk understanding work so i actually am quite passionate when i talk about money but money also takes me to the other end of the spectrum of abundance because ultimately people think money is limited in your life but actually when you step into abundance money becomes unlimited but let's go back let's stop there for a second and talk about the practicalities of this episode because this episode is going to be super hands-on. I would hope that you try and do the work that I suggest you do and hopefully just out of this episode you will get a lot of benefit. The first question I want to ask even before I talk about money is when do you want to retire and what does retirement mean? Because there is a concept that goes around in the world where people talk a lot about money is the FIRE movement, which is financially independent and retired early. So the FIRE folks, there are all sorts of FIRE, lean FIRE, fat FIRE and whatnot. But basically some people want to be retiring early and they save like 70% of what they earn just because they want to retire. There are other folks who want to be living a fat fire life, which means they want that enormous cushion of savings when they do retire, but eventually retirement is the goal. Now, what I would ask you to do is actually figure out what is it that you want out of your retirement and when do you want to retire? And that will help you establish how much money you need to be retiring. The easiest way to do this is to put all of those numbers in a financial calculator, get an estimate of how much you can realistically save. There's a camp that goes like, like I mentioned, 70% savings. But to me, if I saved 70% of my income i wouldn't feel very fulfilled and i don't want to be earning money to live a frugal life that is not the point of my life 
it could be for you but if you are listening to this podcast it's probably not you i mean <laughs> typically my listeners like to enjoy their lives i want you to consider how much money you want to be saving how much money you want to be actually making to enable you to save that much because your savings is capped you can only save 100% of your earnings but your income that has no caps no boundaries no nothing your income is totally dependent on you and that is extremely empowering i hope you get that if you step into abundance your income is literally unlimited i teach my students uh, how to get 50 60% raises right and when they get those raises they are a whole different person forget the money the money comes but they know how to do that the next time the next time the next to next next time and their financial situation really becomes uncapped anyway i have digressed a bit but what i want you to do is to really take out a financial calculator put in the numbers plug in the numbers see what you need to retire the fire folks say it's about like 4% there's a 4% rule you can go and look it up but what i would say about that rule is that that rule typically applies to the us if you are in a different country like i'm in the uk what would be useful is to understand what is it that will be paid for even when you retire like for example the nhs is free for us in the uk for parts of europe they have free good medical services it's not the same in the us across the world various countries have various other rules and regulations so that's one thing to consider don't think that because there's this 4% rule set out by the fire community that'll work for you also consider what country do you want to be living in is it the country that you are currently in is it a different country um some fire folks would earn in dollars and they'll spend the rest of their lives somewhere in bali or thailand if that's you that's great but probably that's not you because again i tend to attract folks who want to be enjoying life within their current circumstances and current ways of life now this is the bit where you need to get really really specific around what does retirement look like to you there are 27 year olds around the world who claim to be retired but they are actually running a portfolio of businesses and they can call it retirement because they have retired from their corporate job i personally wouldn't call that retirement i would call that working in your business or you could go one step further and hire someone to run your businesses you take the profits if it's a profitable enough business no reason why you can't work that way but at 27 if you do that um, i i don't know like i would be really really bored but hey it's your life you know what you are doing but it really really helps to get specific around what you want to be doing because if you are saving with the 4% rule in mind and then after you retire you want to be roaming around the world on first class planes that's probably not going to be possible right so yeah i would really encourage you to get really really specific and also if you are looking for ways to get inspired or if you are thinking hey no 
I will save as much as possible and save, save, save and then at retirement I'll decide what I want to do. I have to tell you it doesn't work like that because spending money is a muscle as well and this has taken me considerable amount of time to get used to because I don't really come from a super rich family. It's taken me some time to get used to how to spend money and how to lead a life that I want. I don't, I'm not by any means someone who is spent thrift, but I'm definitely not one of those who goes around save, save, save. I have a healthy financial habit. Most people don't and save, save, save is not a healthy financial habit. It just puts you into that scarcity mindset all the time and that prevents you from actually stepping into more money and more abundance so get really specific around what is it that you want to be doing at retirement and if some of that looks like a complete shift from how you live today i would really encourage you to start spending money so that you can spend that way not put away all the money for retirement equally what i would also suggest is if you think just because you've heard this now that if you save 70% of your income you don't have to work a day in your life again that's probably going to be difficult because you are used to a certain kind of life if you went into the save 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 mode that's not going to help so yeah there you go there's my top tips about how to plan for your retirement and how much money to plan for your retirement now the other thing and the most important thing about money is emotions when you think about money what emotions come up typically i when i asked this to my students typically what they said was agony stress they said anger frustration so money tends to get you into all sorts of weird emotions there's something that comes up for most of us when you talk about money is greed and what I really want you to do is stop there and dig deeper. Why is it that emotion is coming up for you when you talk about money? For example, one of the reasons I think I used to have a money block was because when I was growing up, I heard about all of these struggles that my grandparents faced when they were uh, moving across countries and we lost all our wealth during the Indian partition. That almost put my grandparents and my parents in a save 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 mode and it made sense for them to do that perhaps because they were starting from scratch but I wasn't so if I continued doing that I would just go on save 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 without realizing that actually that is going to hurt my financial future because sometimes you need to invest and take a risk to actually get a return. Of course, a risk is a risk, I understand that. But for me, I'm my biggest asset. That's what I have realized with my ancestral property. Like we had a lot of property and land and money. We lost all of it. We rebuilt all of that. The only thing that was constant amongst all of that was investment into ourselves and investing into education, investing into our own selves because we believe that we are our biggest assets and that is a mindset that comes to me from my family the money mindset doesn't 
but I had to actively work and change that, especially as of today when education is no longer the way it used to be when our parents were studying or our grandparents were studying. I, I have to be honest and say that I, I'm really, really privileged in some ways, like my parents went to university, my grandparents went to university. Not many people I acknowledge have that uh, footing, but I have seen how that has helped them move their lives forward, which is why I am a big proponent of investing in yourself. And what I want you to really stop and think about is, I told you this story because that's where my beliefs around money come from. Everyone's money beliefs come from somewhere. Sometimes we don't know where, sometimes we don't want to acknowledge it. By the moment you acknowledge that, you take away the power from those emotions and start treating money the way it should be treated. Money is not good. Money is not bad. Money doesn't represent your self-worth. Money doesn't represent your respect. Money doesn't represent anything about you. Money is just a tool that you have to live your life the way you want. And the moment you can start using money as, a, as this tool, that's when you start shifting your mind around the money mindset. And that's when you actually can step into true abundance because you know what? If you treat money like you treat a screwdriver or your laptop, guess what? It's just a tool. There are no emotions attached to that. If it's just a screwdriver in your toolbox, you can go get some more of those toolboxes if you lost this one screwdriver let that land for a second because this is really really important you need to get your emotions to the surface about money acknowledge them and then ask yourself how is this serving me today is it serving me is this belief serving me if not say thank you you have served me well for so long but i don't need you anymore you are just a belief that I held for whatever reasons, whatever conditions or situations I was put in, but I don't need you anymore. And I will use money as if it's a tool. Of course, I'm not against you saying that, okay, I want to be taking care of my parents or I want to be taking care of my extended family. Um, and if money allows you to do that, great. If that's what you want to do with money, great do that but don't mix up money with emotions because i have heard more stories that i can count on my fingers about money being the root of all evil money destroying friendships money that's destroying families um, i have seen money destroy families it's not pretty and if only i could tell all these folks that hey Money is not representative of your worth. Money is not about emotions. Money is just a tool, you know? The world would be a better place. And let me leave you with this. Until you address your money mindset, you cannot really step into true abundance. And unless you step into true abundance, you can't make your income potential uncapped. Like literally, you can uncap your income potential just by 
stepping into true abundance but for that you need to go through this mindset shift you know i know what you will say some of you will say yeah get, got it some of you will be like yeah she doesn't know what she's talking about but i was you and i had to do a lot of work on this and i can't tell you how truly liberating it is to be spending extravagantly on things that i really value i really appreciate and not to spend a dime on things that i couldn't care for like i don't like you see me i don't wear fancy shoes i don't carry fancy bags what i care about is personal development and i spend tons on personal development i don't spend on shoes or bags that's me that doesn't have to be you if you want to spend on shoes and bags great do that but spend unapologetically there's power in that what i would suggest is get your money mindset right address all of those emotions that come up and if you found this episode helpful please share it out with your friends because this is actually quite an incredibly important episode if you enjoyed this if you want to write back to me i am on sudeshnaytheabundancepsychy.com if you want to leave a review or a comment share it out with your friends leave a comment leave a review on apple podcasts and i will see you the next time bye <music>